Faith, Hope and Love, episode 389, the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. In the first reading this weekend, we have an excellent key to the reason God deals with us the way he does, in relation to our sins and mistakes. It says, the Lord overlooks people's sins so that they may repent. For God loves all things that exist, and you correct little by little those who trespass, and you remind and warn them of the things through which they sin, so that they may be freed from wickedness and put their trust in you. The Gospel puts this message into action. Our Lord shows us that ostracizing or rejecting and shunning people who have sinned doesn't work. In fact, it often reinforces them in their sin as they're left nowhere else to go. Our Lord sought out, associated with, and ate with sinners. He shows us that all people are God's beloved children, and the Lord only shows us our faults and errors, not so that we will lose hope or be stuck in our sins, but so that we can see where we're going wrong and turn back and throw ourselves into the hands of the Lord, who loves us so much. Jesus wants us to have the same compassion and constructive approach to others around us, especially those who have gone down dead-end paths. He comes near to those who have strayed and invites them to reconnect. How else could anyone be saved if they're not given an opportunity to draw near again? This is Faith, Hope and Love. Forsake me not, O Lord my God, be not far from me. Make haste and come to my help, O Lord, my strong salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Peace and patience to you all on this 31st Sunday of Year C for this time of reflection upon God's Word. Our God's love and mercy knows no bounds, and so let's recall our sins so as to worthily celebrate this holy sacrifice. Lord Jesus, you are the image of the unseen God. Lord, have mercy. You are the firstborn of all creation. Christ, have mercy. You are the head of the body, the church. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by whose gift your faithful offer you right and praiseworthy service, grant, we pray, that we may hasten without stumbling to receive the things you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom The whole world before you, O Lord, is like a speck that tips the scales, and like a drop of morning dew that falls on the ground. But you are merciful to all, for you can do all things, and you overlook people's sins so that they may repent. Lord, you love all things that exist and detest none of the things that you have made, for you would not have made anything if you had hated it. How would anything have endured if you had not willed it? Or how would anything not called forth by you have been preserved? You spare all things, for they are yours, O Lord, you who love the living. For your immortal spirit is in all things. Therefore you correct little by little those who trespass, and you remind and warn them of the things through which they sin, so that they may be freed from wickedness and put their trust in you, O Lord. The Word of the Lord. 
I will praise your name for ever, my King and my God. I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name for ever. I will bless you day after day and praise your name for ever. You are kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessings. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God. I will praise your name for ever, my King and my God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, we always pray for you, asking that our God will make you worthy of his call and will fulfil by his power every good resolve and work of faith so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. As to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we beg you, brothers and sisters, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as though from us to the effect that the day of the Lord is already here. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. God loved the world so much, he gave us his only Son, that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see Jesus, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus hurried down and was happy to welcome Jesus. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look. Half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, 
because Zacchaeus too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. The Gospel of the Lord The Gospel for Sunday offers us one of Luke's most delightful narratives, the story of Zacchaeus, the tax collector. Jericho, one of the oldest inhabited cities in history, was known locally as the City of Palm Trees. It was a very wealthy and important town. The Romans transported its date, fruits and balsam all around the known world. All of this made Jericho one of the greatest taxation centres in Palestine. Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector and the Jewish people would have loathed him because he was seen as collaborating with the ruling Romans by collecting their taxes. Zacchaeus, we're told, is a very rich man in a very rich and prosperous area and much of his wealth came from taking more than what was fair. And so he would have been one of the most hated men in the district. It says Zacchaeus was wealthy, but he's clearly not happy. Inevitably, he would have been very lonely because he had chosen a way that made him an outcast, even if a rich one. He had heard of this Jesus who welcomed tax collectors and sinners, and he must have wondered if Jesus would have had a word for him as well. Despised and hated by people, Zacchaeus was already longing for the love and compassion of God. Zacchaeus is determined to see Jesus and would let nothing stop him. For him, mixing with big crowds would have been a very dangerous thing. People would certainly have recognised him and used the opportunity in the crush of the crowd to give him an anonymous kick or push him, and no one would have known who it was. People would not have been able to resist. Zacchaeus would have been black and blue with bruises that day, but he didn't give up. Because he was a short man, he was eager to see our Lord so much, he did something very undignified for a man of his rank and wealth. He climbed a tree, just like an eager child, a sycamore tree with its short trunk and very wide branches in all directions, which was easy to climb. When our Lord stopped at the tree and looked up, the crowd would have thought, ah, here we go. They would have laughed at Zacchaeus and mocked him and waited for what they thought would be a scene when our Lord would stand there and tell him off for his dishonesty and lack of generosity. If they were expecting our Lord to berate and condemn Zacchaeus, they must have been absolutely astounded when instead our Lord spoke kindly to him and said to him, Hurry down, I must stay at your house tonight. We notice that Jesus is the one who invites Zacchaeus to open the door. The initiative, as always, comes from our Lord. But Zacchaeus responds eagerly. Zacchaeus accepts Jesus' invitation, and, standing up as tall as he can, he rises to the occasion by promising to give half of his possessions to the poor and to pay back those who have been victimised by his greed and dishonesty and collusion with the hated Romans. Jesus' action of reaching out and connecting to Zacchaeus, this outcast and sinner, has a profound impact on Zacchaeus' lifestyle. He's changed into a person of generosity and justice. There's something else really astounding about this. 
Zacchaeus could have stopped at just giving what the Jewish law required when someone committed a fraudulent crime like this. According to the book of Leviticus, chapter 6, verse 5, and the book of Numbers, chapter 5, verse 7, he only needed to repay the value plus one-fifth of the value. So, by saying what he did to Jesus, he's saying, look, I'm not hiding behind the minimum requirements that I can from the letter of the law. I'm going to act justly, and I'm going to act generously. I'm going to go far beyond what was demanded. How utterly changed he has become. By our Lord refusing to reject him or to ostracize him, and by giving him space and kindness, this sinful man was given the room to repent and be transformed to the person God always wanted him to be. Of course, our Lord expects not just a change of words, but also words backed up by practical actions. Finally, Jesus reminds us that being a true son or daughter of Abraham is not a matter of just inheritance or culture. Being a true member of God's family is about responding to God's invitation in practical action, as stated in the second reading this weekend. Zacchaeus, and all of us for that matter, are called to be lovers of life, as the Book of Wisdom beautifully puts it. The God of our faith is the one who always forgives and who wants all people to put their trust in him. This trust is well placed. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We're gathered together as one family in the Lord's presence. With confidence we present these prayers. That the whole church may spread the gospel, in season and out of season. Lord, hear us. That our lawmakers may have care for the structures that support family life. Lord, hear us that those who fear death may come to know God's love in Jesus, who died that we might have life. Lord, hear us. That the organisations of our community may be inspired to renew their efforts on behalf of those who live alone, the elderly, the unemployed, and the disabled. Lord, hear us. 
that our friends and relations who have died may rejoice in the company of the saints forever, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of compassion, we humbly ask you to hear our prayers. Grant that we may have the confidence to turn to you in all our needs. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. May these sacrificial offerings, O Lord, become for you a pure oblation and for us a holy outpouring of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works. For you have called us out of darkness, into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it for this is my body. 
which will be given up for you. In a similar way when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, Ken and Tim, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. 
May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May the working of your power, O Lord, increase in us, we pray, so that renewed by these heavenly sacraments, we may be prepared by your gift for receiving what they promise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Many thanks to you all for participating in this time of prayer and reflection upon our loving God. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. This day I will